This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 676, Lore Galore. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's show is also brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020. That's T-R-Y-E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash expressata2020 for three months free with a one-year package. Visit tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020 to learn more. Finally, we are sponsored by Funko, maker of the world's broadest selections of vinyl figures, from pops to dorbs, rise to mugs, and so much more. Check them out at bit.ly slash FunkoATA. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Death. The non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty! And the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie! She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth! And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros. And with me, I have Allie. Hey, Allie. Hello! Hi. Doing jazz hands. You just don't see it. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> all right. We, I guess, guys, we need to go video so that we all see ja- the alley jazz hands here. No. Well, no, we, we can't go video because you're going to see every time I point to my screen physically yes. when I'm trying to explain stuff. Yes. And you guys definitely can't see where I'm pointing. Well, I mean, we can if you turn on video. No, even on video, you can't see where I'm pointing because the camera's on top of the monitor. So you see me pointing at the monitor vaguely on video. See, that's why you put the, the camera under the monitor. So you're looking down at the camera. Yeah, but that's gonna catch me like that's gonna catch me in my like six chins. And I don't want that. Fair enough. Nobody wants that. <laughs> All right. Well, we, that, that's of course Toasty. Hey, Toasty, how's it going? I'm doing all right. I, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm so tired today. Uh, well, I'll be fine. I'll live. After this, I'm going to immediately pass out because it's been that kind of day. Gotcha. It has been a Monday. I agree. And this, I mean, I had a Monday, and I know a couple other people who had Mondays too. It's just, uh, you know, just Mondays happen, man. Mondays happen. <laughs> Dare say I would, I would dare say that in the past twenty four hours, everybody in the world has experienced a Monday. <laughs> no, okay. I'm gonna... You got you got a sarcastic laugh from me. That works. That, that's that's okay. <laughs> I'm awkwardly pawing at my desk, which we can't see because I'm not on video. <laughs> Medros, how are you? Uh, well, other than my my. Most isn't working for some reason. I'm doing great. 
Well, that's that's less than ideal. Yeah, you want your mouse working. Yeah, kind of kind of important. Um, like I can move my mouse, but nothing's actually like doing, which is not good. Is it a wireless mouse? No. Oh, okay. Jerk. <laughs> hey, just you know, I just every time someone is having issues with their headset or their mouse, nine times out of ten, it's wireless. Don't hate on my wireless stuff. Jeez. <laughs> Such wireless hate here. And I can, like, use the mouse or the keyboard to move through the, the show notes. I just can't click on any links. So I only can do the ones that I already have open, which is the two that I'm talking about. Anyways, uh, that, that's neither here nor there. Uh, how, how was your weekend wild there, Toasty? It was, it was damn good. Damn good, I'd say, because um, we 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 started doing our raid of Nyalotha. I missed I missed the first night, unfortunately, because of some family stuff. But on Thursday, oh boy, Thursday was great. We got Raden down, we got Carapace down, and we got I can't remember the name of the Vexiona. first boss. And we got Vexiona down. So as of this week, we are 11 of 12. Yeah, we are. And, like, pretty convincingly, too. Vexiona was the boss that was giving us a hard time uh, the past couple weeks. And we one pulled her this week. So, you know, A-plus on that. And Carapace, like, we pulled him, we pulled Carapace with, I want to say, 20 minutes left in the night. Like, it was pretty late in the night out. It was to the point where I was surprised... We were moving on to Carapace. Yeah, I didn't um, expect to get that down. And some people will argue that we two pulled him. I, I will argue against that because that's that first pull <laughs> was not an ideal pull because we weren't sure if the trash in front of Carapace was part of the boss. So we pulled all the trash, and then as a result, we accidentally pulled the boss at the same time because they were pretty close together. So we we're trying to get all the trash down and carapace down, doing doing all the mechanics that, that are part of carapace. So that attempt did not go well at all. So you know we wiped him like you know what we'll give it one more go, last pull of the night, uh, and we'll see what happens. We'll 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 learn the fight, and, and, and then and we that, killed it. And that's the fight that that Rathion steals your glory, right? Rathion does not steal our glory there. Oh, okay. Must be another fight. I then. really like that cutscene. That's a really good cutscene. Yeah, the, the that was awesome. Uh, the cutscene which you were alluding to, Medros, happens before the fight. Okay, it's what allows the fight to happen. As a matter of fact, I understand now. So, so that that yeah. thing that comes out that's that's the Carapace and Azoth. Gotcha. So yeah, we 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 downed Carapace and Azoth. That was really cool. We didn't realize that um, that that the boss just. I'm not sure what happened there at the end. I wasn't expecting to kill it because there were a few of us dead and all of a sudden he, he it was just dead too. Like, if I remember right, someone said there was a mechanic that um, caused a bunch of damage to, to the boss and as a result, we we killed it. It was a very it was a very sudden ending to the fight. But it was fun. And I got no loot. Yay me. Outside of the raid, 
Uh, I did some islands because I, I, I was I was feeling like grinding out islands again, so I was doing a bunch of those. I'm progressing on that essence that you get from doing islands. And then I did some horrific visions with Sarah. That was a lot of fun, actually, because that oh. was my first. That was my first attempt at group at group horrific visions. And two makes it both easier and harder. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially if you're, especially specifically for Stormwind, because when you go into the Dwarven district, you got that scorching feet um, <laughs> corruption. And having to previously contend with just the one pool of fire that throws me around was, I I don't want to say it was difficult, but it made it challenging. Having to account for two of them, while also having to worry about which direction Scorching Feet is going to throw you, and when it's going to throw you. That, That was not so fun. We definitely ended up pulling a bunch of extra trash because we got thrown into them. But hey, you know what? We we managed to get that down, and then we're like, hey, we, we we are we still have a bunch of sanity right now. Why don't we try trade district? Because it's the other eight sanity loss per second one, and we haven't gone there yet. So I did. So <laughs> so we did that, and um, it was actually fine. And we found out that we can get multiple of those quest items if we clear multiple areas. Mm-hmm. So we got two pages, which was enough for me to catch up to rank eight. So I'm rank eight now on my cloak. Um, and pretty, like if, if I do the same strategy again, where I just do multiple things, multiple I, where I just group up with people and do multiple areas per perfect vision, I could probably get caught up. Because I'm only one rank behind now. I think rank nine is yep. the current cap. Yep. And you need four pages for that. So I'm looking of, forward. As of tomorrow, it goes up to rank ten. Yeah. So I I feel like if I do the dailies and all that, and then also group up with somebody, I'll be able to get all my pages. Oh, we need six pages for rank ten, though. Uh, probably not this week then. <laughs> but look, yeah. Also, I learned that I need to check my bags more often because I definitely had two of the items that you need to start a horrific vision in my bag. I just didn't see them. <laughs> like the only reason I found them is because I did all enough. I did enough of the quest to get enough corrupted memos or whatever they are to get another item and I didn't see it didn't show up in my loot window for some reason like it, I'm like okay well did, I, did it bug out did I not get it so I searched my bag like oh I have three of these okay well I'm going to do this a bunch of times now and yeah so that, that's that's how I caught up and and Looks like I still got more catching up to do, but it's fine. Honestly, the only thing that I really want the leveled up cape for is to use that that axe that I got, and I eventually just gave up and cleansed something so I could use it. So, fair warning, Ellie, I'm sitting at about 38 corruption right now. 38 is acceptable. Yeah. So I, I, I 40, do... I stop healing you. Yeah. Just so you know. I let so you I do it. 
I do have to deal with that eye, which um, it's not that bad. You just no, it's not it. that bad. That's yeah, the only thing I'm worried about is when is on the fights where we can't move that much. <laughs> One thing it might get tricky, um, and I don't know if we're, oh, this the just came through, so I don't think we're actually talking about it today. Is it used to be that healers or whoever can dispel magic can dispel grasping tendrils or tentacles, whatever it's called, the one that slows you down because of your corruption. Yeah. They're hot fixing it, so I can't dispel that anymore. And I, I think I, I, I've been dealing with that for a little bit, and I have noticed it come up for me every once in a while. Yeah. But like, that's not the one I'm worried about. It's the one that's going to affect my positioning with the eye. Yeah, and even then, like, it's. The eye doesn't do tons of damage as long as you're not in it for too long. Yeah. And it's it's not it's not bad to step out of. It'll be yeah. okay. Like the fights I'm worried about it most for is mount. Because during that bird phase we're we all gonna be clumped together for right. AoE heals. And if that eye pops up, I gotta move out. <laughs> I'll be fine. Yeah, that, that happened to me a couple times where it popped up and I had to step to the side just a little bit. But our AOE heals are wide enough that that's you're still within range. Okay, that's good. To, that's good. good to know. Yeah, no stress. I got your back, Jack. All right. My name's Toasty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that, that's been my week. It was pretty eventful. How how about you guys? Allie, how was your week? It was good. I did so many things. Not as much as I was hoping for, but I did do some good stuff. So, uh, Tosieri did the, the raid talk. I will say, I have developed a love-hate relationship with Raden. First off, oh. it's freaking Raden. Like, so to be seeing him corrupted and, and have to fight him breaks my heart for various reasons. Because I, I feel for him. We you know is like Lauren backstory, you just it's hard not to feel bad for him. But as a healer, that fight is really tricky because there there's a lot of damage going out, but there are also times that I can't actually top the tank off. Like I have to actively lead them around fifty percent health, and that my brain does not like that. <laughs> so it's it is definitely a healing challenge fight. Which is fun, because then I feel all special as a healer. But at the same time, it's really hard. So, it's a love-hate relationship. A healing challenge fight, that's a nice way of saying it's just a giant middle finger to healers. Well, I'm being appropriate, because we're on this show. Hey, I didn't say what I was actually <laughs> thinking. That was me toning it down, alright? So, so that's, that's definitely something I discovered this week. I also had a chance to loot the lasso that you need for the ivory cloud serpent. Nice. And then I, you know, looked it up and looked up how to make the macro and where his spawn point is. And then I sat there for an hour and a half or so trying to stay awake. It was really late, I think Saturday night. And I was trying to wait, stay awake. I was like, my eyes were starting to close and I was like struggling at one point, I realized, oh, my eyes are closed. I should probably open them. And I opened them, and it was sitting right there. I'm like, oh, my God. So I quickly hit my macro, and I got it, which was really exciting. It wasn't Congrats. number one on my list, but I wanted it. So that's cool. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. 
And I did actually go play around a little bit with the Dark Moon Fair arcade. I didn't do all of the mini games because some of them we kind of know from past World Quest, like Pearls of Fun, for example. So I didn't get to that one. But I did play around a little bit with a Hex Sweeper and the, the one where you detangled all lines and stuff. That's Bully, I think. Yeah, Bully, yeah. Which that one goes on forever. Yikes. Um, Hex Sweeper is interesting because it actually kills you. And you actually have to you know, run back. So maybe take strip down to go to Hex Sweeper next time it comes around. You know all those RP sets you had lying around back in the day? Where are those? <laughs> or just be naked. It's fine. Naked Hex Sweeper. It's great. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, just to clarify, Allie, you are recommending our listeners trip down to raid. Yes, not to raid. No, no, not to raid. To do a mini game in Dark Moon Fair. All right, and don't guys. be naked at raid. That's your <laughs> so, your healers will so, actually hate you. Remember, folks, if you're going to the Dark Moon Fair, strip down. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, it's, it's your repair bill. <laughs> it's probably more convenient anyway because you got that cannon to worry about where it shoots into the water. You're yeah, there's your, that. Too. You're gonna get your armor all rusty. So my only complaint, because. It was a good mindless fun, and I like it. I like playing Bejeweled in-game, you know, all of that. It's just lighthearted fun, and you throw in some music or some Netflix or whatever. I enjoyed it. But you don't really get anything for it, at least not that I saw. You, you don't get any tickets, or maybe you get achievements eventually, or maybe they just haven't put them in yet. But this first time around, there was no reward for going through this stuff so it really was just a fun arcade where you pass the time kind of like a real arcade which i had mixed emotions about that so i mean like i said i still i still had fun i had a good time i'm not going to actively seek it out every time it every time it comes out at least not yet but knowing blizzard i would not be surprised if they do eventually add in achievements or something with it yeah, in the meantime, it's just something to do. Yeah. Which is what we want in a video game. We want something to do. And I did my islands because that's, I still, I'm one of those crazy people that still enjoy islands. And I finally got a mount from them. I forget exactly what it's called, but it's a blue flappy bat thing. <laughs> and you had good luck with the mounts this week, eh? Yeah, yeah, it was a good, good week for that. It felt good. Uh, what else? I got my I got my cloak to rank six, nine, rank nine, and I was really proud of myself because I did the solo, and I cleared two of those you know medium corruption areas, you know the one that drains eight per second or whatever it is, and so I did that in one pull or one like go around or whatever, and I managed to kill Alaria on top of that. You don't have to kill the boss in order to get your quest items. But I was like, I've got a little bit of time left. It's going to be tight. Let's just try to go for it. And I killed her with like a sliver of sanity left over. <laughs> nice. Really close. But I was like, yeah. So I was super excited about that. Felt good, man. Felt really good. Yeah, I think that's about it. I got my neck to 76, I think. Something also, other. I mean, that's a little above nice, but it's still nice. Yeah, it's still nice. And... Tried for the love rocket a few times, not like actively, just I threw a few characters at it. That's kind of what I do. I don't go insane and like 
try every single day with every single tune because I would go insane then. But I threw a few tunes at it. I didn't get it, but, you know, I tried. So to clarify, just just for clarity's sake, you are not currently mm-hmm. insane. A little insane, but that's like a base level of sanity versus insanity for me. Okay, just clarifying. Yeah, yeah, explains yeah. a lot about me, really. Yeah. The listeners want to know, you know. Hey, you know what? And I am here for the listeners. Good to hear. <laughs> How about you, Medros? How was your week in WoW? Uh, uneventful. Um, logged in a few times, did mission table stuff. I didn't really play much this week. I was, uh, just doing a lot of housework stuff and doing more Pokemon stuff than, than other stuff. Uh, yeah, just, I, I really didn't do too much. Uh, I meant to get out of the Darkmoon Fair, completely forgot to. I think it's, I think it's gone now, right? So, lost yes, that chance. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, just basically just made this stuff. Like, again, I'm I have no desire for any of the content in 8.3. So, uh, I might at some point go looking for some mounts, but I I don't know that I have the drive or the patience for it. And uh, looking at how long it's it took me to get to where I am on the B mount, I don't have any patience for for that. So. Uh, yeah, I think I'll just be kind of coasting the rest of the expansion and just waiting for the next one. Well, what about LFR? Um, just didn't have the patience for it. That's fair. Well, it's something you can queue up for, and if it pops, then whatever. True. It's the first boss. Yeah, but I don't want to, I want to be one of those, I don't want to be one of those jerks that, like, goes in just to, like, kill one boss and then leave. Well, to be fair, a lot of those jerks... And I'm saying this as somebody who frequented LFR for a time. Um, the only reason they're doing that is because they got into a half-completed raid, and they didn't get to kill the first boss. It'll be fine. Uh-huh. Go, go knock down Narathian. That's what you've been wanting to do. That's what you've been looking forward to since, since the Ever. bosses for this raid were announced. Yeah, true. You have the opportunity to do it. You should do it. Fair enough, fair enough. We'll see. If it, if it happens, it happens. I'm not too stressed if it doesn't. You, you know what I'm willing to do for you, Medros? And you're not going to hear me say this too often? Are you going to tank for me? I will queue up as a tank for you in LFR. Are you going to, to tank for me wow. or just queue up for, as what? No, I will I will legitimately tank. Wow. Wow. Okay, listeners, you're, you're hearing this, right? Toasty is saying he will tank. Just huh. <laughs> That's how that that's 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 how much I know that Bedros has been looking forward to killing this particular NPC for quite some time. All right, well, yeah, yeah, that's that's, uh, that's quite a, an offer. I will uh, I will have to take that into consideration. I feel like if if this happens, you need to actually stream it, Toasty. Yep, I'm also gonna have to stream me doing the tank challenge challenges from Myth, so I can remember how to tank. <laughs> Uh, it'll be fine. I can just ignore pain, right? Sure. Ignore pain, shield wall. Insert insert cooldown here, it'll be fine. So there you go, Medros. My the offer has been extended. Alright. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it I'll leave it in your hands. 
I will absolutely consider that offer uh, and let you match on that. All right. Uh, but let's talk about our first sponsor, shall we? Okay. So our newest sponsor is Funko. If you haven't heard of them by name, you have definitely seen their products. They make collectible vinyl figures from a bunch of Blizzard universes, from Warcraft to Overwatch, Heroes of Diablo, and even more from outside the Blizzard universe, like Firefly, Star Trek, and Doctor Who. I like to highlight a Funko Pop each week, and this week's Funko is... Well... Okay, yeah, okay, it's, it's, it's Pokemon. Uh, it is Mewtwo. It is one of four new Funko Pops that are in the Pokemon series, and I am super excited about this. Um, I wasn't sure how this is going to look like. It's not the the usual look of their Funko Pops, uh, so clearly they're you know refining the process and and with all the stuff they're they're trying to do, they're they're trying to evolve the line and make them look a little bit better each time and uh, more unique and different. Uh, this is definitely an example of one that is definitely very different than the typical Funko Pop. So. I really like this one. Uh, we will be talking about the other three in the next three weeks. I, I'm really excited for this, and I really, really want one. Uh, do, do, do you guys have any interest in a Mewtwo Funko Pop? I personally do not, but this one is... I can see how they're, you know, adjusting it a little bit. It looks pretty nice. Indeed. Uh, if you want to check out this Funko and many others, go to bit.ly slash FunkoATA, check out their online shop, and use Shop 10 to save 10% on your entire purchase. That's bit.ly slash FunkoATA, and use Shop 10 to save 10%. We want to thank Funko for the support of the show. Wait. Wait. We, we, we have a celebrity in our channel. A wild Ro appeared. Hey, Ro. Oh, hey, bud. A wow. A Warcraft Radio celebrity. <laughs> you're, you're just in time for this week in WoW. So this week in WoW, we've got Love is in the Air continuing up until February 21st. We've also got the second week of Nyalotha, which is opening tomorrow, February 11th. We've got the World Quest bonus event on February 11th, going until February 17th, and I will try to remember to pick up the quest. <laughs> but, like, how often do I actually do World Quest these days? Uh, hey, emissaries are updated, man. That's true. Yeah. Get some pretty yeah. good gear out of those. Might be an excuse to actually do them. But we're not just talking about retail all because we've also got something for WoW Classic. Uh, Phase 3, Part 2, is launching to uh, on February 12th. So that includes uh, Blackwing Lair. I believe also um, some other stuff has come to classic with this update and we'll talk about we'll talk about some of that a bit more later mm-hmm. but if classics your classics your deal um look forward to some new content on wednesday absolutely so uh first up in the news we did have the blizzard and activision quarter quarter four earnings call um the end of quarter is usually end of december takes a bit of time to get everything together and they do a earnings call to go over the results of how the business did uh, in the previous three months. And there's some quite interesting information here and and some surprises for sure. So they they did say that uh, World of Warcraft Classic continues updates kept the size of the active WoW player base well above pre-classic levels. Um, It also attracted both new and returning players to the original World of Warcraft. Uh, and Hearthstone engagement increased when compared to previous quarters as well. Now, 
they did they did say that regarding specifically Blizzard stuff, uh, the World of Warcraft ended 2019 with an active player community more than twice the size of its Q2 ending level. Uh, so Q2 2019. Um, and active players defined as players with an active subscription or game time at the time. So one month of game time at least. And then Blizzard also said they have a rapid cadence of follow-up con- following content planned for Classic as well as the Shadowlands expansion for retail World of Warcraft in the second half of 2020. So uh, unsurprising to, to, surprising to no one. Uh, Shadowlands not released until the second half of next year. And um, they do plan to have a, a fairly decent uh, content release schedule for those games. Um, one one thing I want to not WoW related, but one thing I do want to mention is uh, so it, it's now been I think probably close to six months since we heard the first information of NetEase feels Diablo Immortal is ready and can be released any time. And as we still don't have a release of it, it was very interesting to note that they feel that the the plan for the first regional tests for Diablo Immortal will be the middle of 2020. Uh, so from when NetEase felt the game was ready to when Blizzard is actually going to test it is a year. Um, I am a little amused by that, and I'm very curious to see what the game was like at the point NetEase felt it was ready and what we end up getting when it releases. What do you guys think? That, that leaves me hopeful that um, it's got that level of polish and they've truly considered some of the... Uh, because it's a mobile game, there's microtransactions in it. I've accepted this as a reality. But they've they've truly... Con- I'm hoping that they've truly considered the, to what length they're going with those transactions. The fact that they've taken an extra year um, leaves me hopeful for it. And I'm still excited to play it. I really like Diablo Immortal. I'm excited to play it. I, I, it looks like a fun game from what I've seen, uh, but I'm I'm a little thrown by the fact that it it still isn't even out, and it's been like it's a lot longer than I it's taking a lot longer than I thought it would have taken. Yeah, it's been what 15 months since they've re- announced it, especially since it's quote a reskin of another game. Uh, Rogue, yes, because it's not made by Blizzard, it's made by NetEase. I, I expected it to be thrown out like most mobile games are. Sorry. Um, the fact that it's taking longer, though, does, like, kind of like Tosu saying it, it gives me hope that it's going to be, Blizzard's going to do what they need to do to it for the player base and to make it the game they want to make it. And I'm 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 glad. I really am glad that it is a better game than I would expect it to be theoretically, and it's not just any other mobile title which is thrown out there. Um, I really appreciate that. Um, again, if it, if it was the reskin everybody was t- saying it was when it was originally played and, and announced, I didn't expect a lot from it. I expected it was just gonna be a. a a game that would have it be a flash in the pan on the on the moleescape, not something that would have actual effort put into making it good. Yeah, I mean we... to be fair to the original comment about it being a reskin, like I, I've I I played I played Diablo Immortal um, when it was first announced, and I played the game that it was allegedly reskinned by uh, reskin from, and like the similarities, like 
I, the the game it was apparently allegedly reskin from felt more like a, a WoW reskin, if anything. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I always, I didn't put a lot of weight in people's comments about it being a reskin. It just, it did not feel like it to me. Yeah, I wasn't there to play it, so it was hard for me to say. But um, right. I did play the game that people said it was a reskin of. It seemed like a fun game. I I want to actually see Diablo Immortal and see how they do that game versus what people think it looks like or, or is a copy of. Um, yeah. So I look forward to judging it for myself when I actually get to play it some point down the road. But I, I fully expect the original test is going to be like Asia or something. I know they'll test it here first. Oh, we'll I'm see. Excited. I'm excited about it because if you think about it, this is Blizzard's first real push into mobile gaming. Absolutely, yeah. And they know it's a market that they want to really get in on. So they know they have to knock this out of the park. Yes. Yep. If they don't, then they're going to set their mobile gaming side aside, set back for a long time. Yeah. Yes, and beyond Rome, Hearthstone. Beyond yeah. Hearthstone. You're right. Yeah. Beyond Hearthstone, though. <laughs> yeah. Rome made the comment about Hearthstone. I mean, yeah, Hearthstone is on mobile, but I mean, the difference between the mobile and the PC and the PC clients is like not that significant. It absolutely works as a mobile game, though. Like, I love playing Hearthstone on my phone. <laughs> Play it yeah, way too like, much. Hearthstone, Hearthstone mobile. I, I, I mean, I, I hesitate to say that it's hugely different from the the non-mobile version so it it's yeah i don't know we'll see but yeah I, i'm excited to see what diablo immortal is going to look like when it actually gets released so yeah all right let's move on to our next topic ali it helps i'm not muted did you know that you know i heard that rumor. <laughs> Everybody drink. I know. Well, don't. That's dangerous. Um, so, it was recently announced that we have a couple of books coming out, and one of them is by Christy Golden, and it is exploring Azeroth, particularly the Eastern Kingdoms. And I am incredibly excited about this one to the point that I requested to be the one to talk about this. <laughs> so, the whole idea of this is that it's going to be Matthias Shaw and my in-game boyfriend, Flynn Fairwind. And it's a story of basically them taking us through the Eastern Kingdoms. Everything from Stormwind to Stringlethorn, Plaguelands to Palaces, everything between, looking at artifacts, gear, weaponry, trinkets, some silly things, some more serious things, and more importantly, art. All of Give the it. art that they have ever shown us and in Chronicles, in the actual art books they put out, is incredible. So you add the art to some silly fun between, you know, Matthias Shaw and some Flynn Ferwin, all written by Christy Golden. I think it's going to be awesome, and I am super excited about this. It's going to be an oversized hardcover art book, and it's also going to have some historical details and it's just a mix of all that. And I am really, really excited about this. It's going to be 168 pages. So not just some small little thing, you know? So it's 
It's going to be really, really good. Super excited. What do you guys think about this? Because I could gush for a long time about my excitement. So I read over the summary of the book, you know, featuring Matthias Shaw and Captain Flynn Fairwind. And I couldn't help but hearing all the people's shipping minds just <laughs> blowing up because you had that comment from Matthias Shaw, like he, uh, uh, like after all was said and done, you know, he seemed to have his eye on somebody, and never, and it's never clear exactly who. I mean, people have made assumptions, right? Because you know that's what we do. But, but I know some people who will be very happy with that pairing. I'll share Flynn. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I've accepted the fact that I have to share him. But but outside of that, I like I'm a sucker for all the art books. I, that's the reason I buy a physical yeah. collector's edition. So to get more of that art in my hands that I can you know flip through every once in a while. Yes, give it to me. <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> so I have a confession. Okay. I never got through the second Chronicles and have not even taken the shrink wrap off my third Chronicles edition. Oh, yeah, even if you just... That's leave, okay. Yeah. But you will not regret flipping through that stuff. You uh, can fix that, though. You, that's you know, kind of, I, that's I knew I knew problem. the judgment was going to come from Roe. I just knew it. <laughs> I just knew it. Yeah. I, I feel just, guilty. This is, this is, you, you can fix this. It's an easy fix. Yeah, it is. It, it's it's scheduling myself like thirty hours to read it. Don't do it in one go. Don't rush through it. Take time to just enjoy it. Cue yourself for LFR so you can try to kill Rathion and then look at it as you're waiting in queue. Bam! I just fixed it for you. Ta-da! There you go, man. Problem solved. <laughs> Um, Manny, <laughs> I think you're very new to the show, clearly. Um, I don't raid, as Ro, I'm sure, will be very happy to remind everybody I don't raid. Uh, I, 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 I don't raid. Hey, Medros, do you raid? Bleep no. Anyways, because I could probably stay here for a while, I'm picking you. Um, the pre-order is going to be on Amazon for $25, and its release is going to be October 20th. So, I'm definitely pre-ordering this. I am very excited. I'll pre-order it too, probably. If I can afford it. Will you it. actually read it, though? Will, will, you, will you look at it? I will look at it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, as as Ali alluded to, there was more than one book announced in this past week. We've also got our prequel novel for Shadowlands, it's titled Shadows Rising, and it is written by Madeline Rue. So Christy is not blessing us with another one of her writings, but I'm optimistic about this. Um, so yeah, it's a prequel to Shadowlands, which which I'm sure will. Uh, intrigue a lot of people and I'm certainly looking forward to seeing what's happening in there. Uh, they provided a small excerpt from the novel which includes a not insignificant appearance of everybody's favorite troll outside of Vol'jin. Sappy Boy. 
or or, or Zakan, Zakan, or yeah. Zakan as he's actually called. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to go too much into detail about what's happening there, but um, I, I, I am very much looking forward to all this. I want to see what's happening. Um, a certain former war chief is is mentioned in passing there, and what they're attempting to do about her, and uh, I can't wait. Can't I'm wait. very interested to see how this goes. I want to see... I mean, the, the author here has a huge set of shoes to fill uh, in, in living up to the legacy that Christy Golden has, has created in several Warcraft novels now. Uh, I'm very interested to see how this goes. I, I want to see how this book's going to turn out. Yeah. I am super excited. And we will have to wait until July 14th in order to find out what happens, because that's when the book comes out. So I believe pre-orders are open now, uh, but this has led to some speculation as to when Shadowlands is coming out. In the Wellhead post here, uh, they comment that the that before the storm, the prequel novel for Battle for Azeroth launched on June twelfth, um, which was two months ahead of the release date of August fourteenth. So there's some speculation to the re- to the release date of Shadowlands based on the book release date. So um, that's leading to a September guess from a lot of people. Which, if I remember right, works out well for me. I don't usually have a lot going on in September. At that <laughs> point, I am saving my money for BlizzCon. <laughs> so that'll work out well for me. Which means I should get my pre-order in soon because I haven't done that. I was originally hoping for an 8.3.5 to kind of help bridge the gap between what's going on now and what's going on in Shadowlands and a book on top of that because I just want all the stories so I can just devour it whole. But I will take a book and I'm excited. I've I've read somewhere and for the life of me, I cannot remember where, that this particular author, author tends to be a little more dark with her stories. Nice. And if that's the case, this I think it could fit really well with Shadowlands, and Absolutely. I'm really eager to see what they're going to do with this. I'm very curious to see how realistic that t- the timeline people are saying is going to be, because we don't have an alpha yet. It's already February. Like, they test for a long time. Like, September would have, us, have this be probably one of the shortest alpha to release cycles that I've ever seen Blizzard have. That should, that, I mean, I'm not 100% certain on that, but I'm pretty confident the numbers are not too far off on that. Um, because I'm pretty sure they've done seven to nine, maybe even ten months of testing for most of the expansions from alpha release until release date. But, we'll see. I mean, maybe they've refined systems, maybe they've changed things up, we'll see. So let's talk a little bit about some essences. Yes, yes. So even though we're very excited for Shadowlands, there is still some stuff to obtain in 8.3. Like like essences. I can talk tonight. So originally we had some rank 3 essences that were tied into the Uldum and Rajani reputations at Exalted. Those have actually now been changed to being able to get them at Revered. 
So it's all going to be just you know, a little bit easier. So that's the Touch of the Everlasting for tanks, Breath of the Dying for DPS, and Spirit of Preservation for healers. So, you know, making making it a little bit easier, you know, on top of increasing the amount of mementos you get and coalescing visions you get and rep you get from the dailies, they've also now made this a little bit easier as well, which I think is a smart move. Yep, and it also just bumps up the uh, amount of corruption resistance you get, which is not a bad thing. I want more corruption resistance, please. So, yeah, I'm probably going to chase these. <laughs> so I don't, you know, ooh, I don't know. I'll think about it. <laughs> I, li- I like my, I, I like my essences right now too. <laughs> but sorry, bro. I didn't mean it bumps up corruption resistance. I just mean it gives you corruption resistance because um, they gave you ten corruption resistance. Misspoke on that, but yeah, could have chased that down. Maybe I don't know. I like my corruption gear too, and I want to equip some of it again. I have so much corruption gear. Do you want to know how much corruption gear I have? None. Surprise! But they give you some. Many... I have I have one piece that bumps up a bunch of the crit. Does it crit or haste? No, it's haste that I can get. Like I think it's a, I want to say nine percent increase from all sources. Mmm, mmm. Give it to me. Somebody in my raid, I think somebody in our raid got a crit one this week. It was like a 12% increase. Something like that. Something stupid. And I want I want them all. But but I'm really corrupted right now and Allie's going to yell at me if I'm any more corrupted. I won't, I won't yell at you. I'll just let you die. It's fine. That's like yelling at me. <laughs> Although to be fair, what I really notice... Hmm. Would I really notice if you let me die? Mm, if I start cackling in the background, yes. Yeah, that, yeah I'll give you that one. <laughs> All right. Well, moving right along, we also got some comments recently about some Warcraft 3 stuff. Yeah, so as part of the Activision Blizzard earnings call, the the president of Blizzard, G. Allen Brack, did comment a little bit about the start... Uh, and the issues with Warcraft 3 Reforged. He said, Concerning Warcraft 3 Reforged, honestly, it's been a bit of a hard week. Our community has come to expect really amazing things from us, and we've heard from them that we did not achieve that bar. We stand by our heart, we ha- but we stand behind our games and have consistently shown that not only do we support them, but we continue to build on them after, even after launch. And we're committed to doing that here as well. We're going to continue to update the game, and we're going to continue to update the community with our plans going forward. Now, this is... It's its good that they are making very public and very important statements about how valuable it is for them uh, to hear from the community. That they re- acknowledge that they recognize the community statements and the issues that have arisen. Very important things to have. However, now we need to see movement on that because I don't want to ask for a refund for my game. Um, But the players in general need to feel like Blizzard is listening and and right now they are not feeling that. So they need to see some action. They need to see some changes. They need to see, see some movement on that. 
so that they can feel like they are important to Blizzard. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, this is the way I kind of, I kind of approach this statement. Like, we've heard from them a couple times this in the past little bit about them being really sorry about the thing that happened. And while the apologies are great and all, I would I would much I would, I would much prefer them not putting themselves in a position to make these kind of statements. I think this I want this is at least the second time they've had to do it in the recent year uh, between this and the uh, Hong Kong stuff. I vaguely remember a third time, and I might be remembering that incorrectly, but. There was at least the two times that they've done it, and I can't help but feeling uh, a little discouraged every time there's a quote Blizzard a Blizzard controversy. Like we have this, we have the a Slack channel at work that's dedicated just to video games from Blizzard, and unfortunately, it's gotten to the point recently where the controversies um are talked about more than how much we're all enjoying and playing the games because we're all because i mean we're all fans of blizzard games in that channel right and we're all actively playing a bunch of them and you know it used to be full of just us talking about whatever's uh whatever we've been doing and all that other stuff but lately it's just been controversy after controversy and it's it's getting exhausting (laughs) you're not wrong yeah i mean i remember there was a time where mike morheim came back while on holidays to address a controversy. Um, And that was kind of a a weird, oh, wow, Blizzard did something so bad that this had to happen uh, kind of thing. I I don't don't remember what the controversy was, honestly. But, oh, uh, I think it was um, Real ID. It was Real ID where uh, that was, I think they were trying to move to that being the only way you could add a friend. Um, and then oh, your where you have to give your real, real name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I believe that was it, and that did not go well. Uh, I think Shade was on the show at the time, and she was like, "There's no way I'm using the system. There's no way." Um, I mean, it it's not a big deal because I mean, everybody knows her name, uh, but it it was uh, it was a huge thing. Um, it feels like there's a lot more, but I I, I do wonder, like, especially after the Bliss Chung incident. If there's not a hypersensitivity to what Blizzard does. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we, were, we were talking about this regarding uh, some of the videos, and we're talking about this in the chat, but some of the videos that we saw about Warcraft 3 Reforged, and some of these people very directly mentioned that they are still protesting Blizzard because of what happened with Blizzard. So I think those people, in my opinion, and it's just my opinion, not representation of the show or all my co-hosts or any other listeners of the show. I think those people are using that event as a excuse in some cases and are unwilling to accept that the way they see it is not exactly how it is. And they won't, they won't listen to anybody saying they're, they're wrong. I mean, just because... I mean, first of all, I'm going to agree that there is a bit of there was an aspect of hypersensitivity with a bunch of the stuff that Blizzard has done recently. But just because there's a hypersensitivity doesn't mean that the people who are being super sensitive about those things don't have valid points. That's that's a fair um, point. Yeah, yeah. Because one another thing that people were 
there was a large outcry for this past year was the uh, mass amount of layoffs that Blizzard had. And yeah, people were really angry about that. And I think they had good reason to be angry about that. Well, I think that some people went too far. Um, I don't think that any of the points they were making were unfounded. There were reasons to be angry about all of these things. I wish that Blizzard would stop putting themselves in this posi- in in these kind of positions. And I know that you know not all these that that's some of these things are from higher up, and they they can't. There's not a lot that they can do in, about it. Or some of the stuff happened that was um, not the way they would have wanted to initially handle the situation. But it doesn't change the fact that it happened. Yeah. People who know me, like, I'm obviously a very big Blizzard fanboy. I love playing all their games and all that. But I've, I've had this conversation with a couple other people. Like, it's been a tough couple little... It's been a tough year plus. Yeah. To be somebody who, who loves the games as much as he does and, you know, makes a point to talk about them to to uh, to other people for an hour plus every week minimum so please do better that's all i want yeah i i do feel like uh these days when you when i mention to folks that i do a wow podcast i kind of prepare myself for the oh i i used to like blizzard but i hate them now kind of conversations yeah but, I mean, it, it is their game, uh, it is their company, and they can do what they want with their stuff, but there is consequences for what their decisions are, so. I remember when I talked, along the same lines, I tell people that I would, uh, that I, that I have a, that I'm on a podcast about World of Warcraft. And before, like, my apprehension to talking to people about that would be, was like, oh, you're one of those guys who plays World of Warcraft and no life's it. And that's, that's your life, that's what you do. And that's fear has very much gone away and has been replaced with, oh, you're a World of Warcraft podcaster. What do you think about this and this and this? And and, and knowing that those people have a negative idea about Blizzard already because of all that stuff. It's tough. I want to, I, I want to, I love these things. I love these games and I want to talk to as many people as I can about them because that's what I enjoy doing, obviously, because I'm here. But it's, yeah, I, it's hard. Yeah. And it's really great conversations in our chat um, in Discord about, you know, kind of some of the decisions. I definitely agree. Uh, it, it's, it's, it was surprising to me that Jalen Brackett's one who took it over. I, I think Kaplan definitely would have been my expectation for Sue to have taken over. Um, but he faced his own bit of, you know, fair bit of controversy back in his, his earlier days. So, you know, it, it's, I don't know that there's anybody at Blizzard who could truly replace Mike Morheim in that role. So, in, in the end, we, we got who we got, and um, Blizzard will, will sink or swim based on their decisions. So, But uh, well, let's move along, shall we? Yeah, let's talk about happier stuff. Sure. Yeah. All right, uh, so we mentioned earlier in the show that there are some newer things coming to Classic, uh, for example. Darkmoon Fair. Remember, remember the classic Darkmoon Fair where you had to go to Bulgor or Goldshire to get to the to 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 experience all the stuff, and it was just there. It was. It was just there. That's also where I got my my juggling frog. 
Oh, you had to entice it with beer. Chip job. I, I call it drunky. It's great. <laughs> of course you do. Well, <laughs> Dark Moon Fair is back in classic, and right now it's running from February 10th, so it's, it started today, and it runs until the 16th in Mulgore, and uh, it'll run from March 9th to March 15th in Elwyn Forest. So you're going to be able to experience Dark Moon Fair as it was back in classic, and that includes getting all those fantastic Dark Moon Fair cards. So, you know, you got the Beast deck, your Elementals deck, your Portals deck, your Warlords deck, along with, uh, you know, the, the yeah, the, the individual cards. And you'll also be able to get, you know, your little, your little frog dude, or whatever. So, if you've missed the Dark Moon Fair of old, go ahead and experience that now. Well, yeah, now for people in, in that are Horde or the Alliance people who want to brave Mulgore to do that. And if you want to wait, Alliance, uh, March 9th, head over to Elwyn Forest. Oh, Allie, what's com- what, what else is coming up with uh, Classic WoW? Toasty, did you just say Thunder Fury, Blessed Blade of the Windseeker? I definitely did not say Thunder Fury, Blessed Blade of the Windseeker. Are you sure you didn't say Thunder Fury, Blessed Blade of the Windseeker? I think I'd remember saying Thunder Fury, Blessed Blade of the Windseeker. You would because it's really a tongue twister. You're like trying to say it really fast and trying to be silly. (laughs) (laughs) Who would ever do that? I don't even know. I'm not silly. All I am super serious. So if you are interested in classic, if you're playing classic, you may be happy to know that Thunder Fury, Blessed Blade of the Windseeker, is actually going to be obtainable in phase three, which is, as we talked about earlier, coming out in on February 12th. So that is when Blackwing Lair opens, so it all works out. You have been able to get part of it so far, but you haven't been able to complete it yet. And now you're going to be able to, because you're going to be able to learn how to smell Elementium bars, which you couldn't do until you got into Blackwing Lair. And you actually, this was like way back in the day when a priest had to actually mind control a mob to force him to teach the specialty from to miners how to smelt it, which as a priest is really awesome and a lot of fun. So get ready for those of you who like swords, who like legendaries, and who like Thunder Fury, Blessed Wind of the Wind. Blah, 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 blah. I quit. <laughs> Go get your Thunder Fury Blessed Blade of the Windseeker. Learn how to say it better than I can. And uh, go kill some baddies. So you want to know something? And... <laughs> What's up? Every time I ever heard somebody say, not not like link up in chat, but say Thunder Fury Blessed Blade of the Windseeker, I always thought of the Thundercats animation where they say Thunder, Thunder, Thundercats. I always thought of that. And it was just like, it always came to mind every time I saw it. Or heard it being said. All I know um, is that when I try to say it, like part of my brain is excited to say "Blessed Blade of the Windseeker," but then part of my brain is on the Windseeker part already, and then I start like mixing it all up, and yeah. And, and, and hey, <laughs> editor Toasty, if you don't splice in a little bit of audio of that Thundercats thing, you have failed as an editor of the show of this podcast. <laughs> Thundercats, ho! I mean, I'll try. 
hey, Sean can do it. Like, there was a, a string of episodes when Shade was on where I think it was like eight or nine episodes in a row where we had a different Saturday morning cartoon referenced and a clip of that cartoon played during the show. <laughs> just can't be more than 30 seconds. Okay, just remind me of what it is in host chat and I'll do my best tomorrow. <laughs> you sound so defeated when you say when you say that. Because uh, honestly, the reference is lost on me. I didn't watch Thundercats, so the reference is lost on me. You make me feel old. You're a year older than me. You make me feel extremely I old. more than that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, this also means for those of you in Classic, get ready for spam in trade chat or general chat of Thunder Fairy Blessed Wind, Blade of the Windseeker. Because it's going to happen. Also, stock up in Fiery Cores and Elemental Fluxes. And, you know, take advantage of the interest. Yeah. Give me up. All right, so talk about some of their classic things. Not so much, you know, wild classic, but other classic things. Yeah. We're going to talk about our second sponsor of the show, the great folks over at Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atareads2020. That's bit.ly slash atareads2020. Now over 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. This week, to celebrate the fact that we got two new well books coming we're gonna we're gonna listen to a classic arthas rise of the lich king let's have a listen is vengeance all that's important to you spare me muradin arthas growled you weren't there to see what malganus did to my homeland what he did to innocent men women and children i've heard what you did muradin said quietly some of your men have been a wee bit free with their tongues when ale has loosened them. I know what to think, but I also know that I cannot judge ye. You're right, I wasn't there. Thank the light, I didn't have to make the kind of decision. But even so, something's happening. Ye- Mortar fire and cries of alarm interrupted him. In a heartbeat, Muradin and Arthas had their weapons out and had turned back to the encampment. The men were still scrambling for weapons. Falric was barking orders to the humans, while Balgun was organizing the dwarves. There came the sound of engagement from outside the encampment, and Arthas could see the press of undead closing in. So that was World of Warcraft, Arthas, Rise of the Lich King, written and narrated by Christy Golden. You can find that and over 500,000 titles over at bit.ly slash atareads2020. And we thank Audible for their support of the show. So, our question of the week for last week was, we tell you what we've been up to in WoW every week. What have you been up to? Jennifer says that they've been doing the invasions on, on their 120s, mount hunting, and leveling alts, times three. Frasley unlocked Volpira and has been leveling his mechanome. Jonah has been raiding, doing Mythic Plus, PvP ranked, and for fun, marvin mats to, farming mats to sell. Everything but pets, mounts, and transmog. Oh, and horrific visions. Love running visions. Good call, Jonah. Erlina says, flying around Stormsong collecting jellies. Hashtag beam out. Daphyid says, working on my last five lower level shaman to progress on my goal of a max level from every race with access to that class. Also daily honey smasher and B events towards the B mount, otherwise avoiding 8.3 content. 
Gil says, lots of dailies. Got my cloak to rank 9. Tuesday, we killed 5 bosses on normal. Thursday, we switched to heroic and killed Rathion and Skitra. Sunday night, we got an in time got an in time under rot nine and a way over time mechagon ten. Uh, Wookie BH says still granting mechagon for the meta achievement. And Leo Wild says got spring for alpaca from Uldum. My second first was the elusive Quickfoot. No cloak progress this week. I'd rather do the Ogremar version visions, but I did get what I need to earn rank nine next week and reached item level four forty, which isn't bad considering I've never done Mythic Plus. Wow, Hunter 67 says, still farming the mount from Firelands, Ragnaros, trying to do heroic visions, and rolled a Torrin in Classic to hang with my old guildies and socialize. Kip Duran said, haven't been able to play much with the holidays and work, so I'm trying to play, so I'm trying to play catch up on my mains and alts. Jonesy Yaz, if I said that right, says, enjoying the new raid and Mythic Plus. Zeraki says, pushing achievement points. I'm close to 29,000 and want to hit 30,000 before the summer. Wow. Well done. So next week's question is, what are you hoping to see out of the Shadows Rising novel? I would like to see the revelation that Rathion has been evil the entire time and been tricking us <laughs> and corrupted the entirety of Azeroth and then seeing his death. To the surprise of nobody. <laughs> I wasn't saying that was going to be surprising. Um, they didn't say specifically that um, <laughs> there'd be um, Bolvar stuff in here, but like, I really want to see some more Bolvar stuff. Maybe they'll find a way to include them in there. Oh, sorry. Chat is awesome tonight. So I... Wow, there's so much I want to see. I don't even know where to begin. I want to see that Rathion is the savior of Azeroth. I <laughs> and then have me not get kicked off the show. I want to see uh, what Sylvanas is doing behind the scenes. I want a peek behind the curtain of her plotting and scheming. I want to see where just I want to see, like I kind of mentioned earlier, the gap between this old god stuff and going into Shadowlands. And I want to see that gap closed and the story that goes with it. And yeah, I agree. I want to see more of Bolvar, for sure. All right. Well, time for shoutouts. Uh, we are going to start with Allie. Can I have two? Are you okay? Are you going to steal one that Toasty might do? I don't think so. All right. So my first one is to Thist from lagging balls or formerly from lagging balls uh if you don't know she landed her dream job at blizzard doing esports stuff so i'm very excited for her so definitely shout out to her that's great and my other one is to chat tonight and everyone who showed up it's been rocking and awesome and i'm so grateful you're all here and we like you guys see i had a two-parter too <laughs> Did I steal any of yours? The two, the, the one of them was to chat because, like, okay. yeah, they've been. But you know what? It's fine. They've been so good. They deserve two shoutouts. So, thanks for hanging out, everyone. Everybody, it's been friggin' fantastic. It's like shoutout has been super active tonight, and I love seeing that stuff. Um, my my second shoutout is to Stone, Seraphis, Ali, Arlie, 
uh, for for like agreeing to Stone's idea of this <laughs> this crazy idea of us streaming a D and D game, and also like shout out to everybody who showed up for our first for our first stream. That was yeah. that was more than expected. Toasty almost died. I, I'm gonna say yeah. I, I, I'm a little sad. I, nobody considered me for involvement in this, even though I've been saying I want to do a D and D game for like three years now. But whatever. Uh, Stone reached out to people. This was this was all Stone's baby, <laughs> and I, I have ideas about what I want to do with this. Uh, we just gotta, we gotta, like I said, we gotta see where 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 this goes. Well, hmm? I, I I saw the first one. I I have a, a fairly strong confidence that Seraph is gonna die pretty quickly. So if you need a replacement <laughs> paladin who is just as horrible at remembering what the hell you're doing in D anD. D let me know. All right, I'll keep you. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. So yeah, <laughs> shout out to everybody involved with always be looting, and thanks for to everybody who came out and watched our first stream. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That, that's always be looting. You can find us at always be at at always be looting on Twitter. Really? What was that again? I, I don't remember what the always be looting. All right, on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. All right. Uh, my shout-out is going to go to Christy Golden, who did a lot of pumping up people for this new book, even though it's not written by her. Uh, some authors uh, would would feel bitter or upset or negative about, or, or very silent about uh, another author. And I, I want to give her, her a shout-out for uh, being an awesome supporter of content creators, no matter, you know, what they're doing in the uh, in the Warcraft universe. All right, so that's about it for this episode. Uh, we're going to do our outro, and then we'll be back. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, you can call us at one seven eight five ata well 5 or one seven eight five two eight two nine six nine five. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com. And if you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Ali's show at DungeonFables.com and Toasty stream at Twitch.tv slash ToastyPostyCan. You can find the show over on Twitter at AllThingsAZ, Medros is at Medros, Fandeth is at Fandeth, Ali is at AliAndrusK, I'm at ToastyPostyCan, and you can find the network over at Dawnforge. And please check out the other shows from the Dawnforge network, including GroupQuest and Shattered Soulstone. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of Amount? Nazoth finally killed by our hands. And by our hands, I mean mine and Ellie's. And well, everyone like, else on our Technically region. your hands, but like your your character's hands. And by extension, mine. <laughs> and Ellie's and everybody else on the raid. This podcast is part of the Dawn Forge Network. Copyright 2020.